Nation, thank you for tuning into the Love Quest podcast. Get your Bibles ready, get your notebook, get your coffee, get some water, whatever you need to do, and get ready to receive. The time is right now. Let's go. I got a new one for you. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord and your enemies. That's the new part. I pray that you have eyes to see, period. Can we give it up for our first time attendees? Amen. Can we give it up for those that are streaming at home in their warm houses comfortably? Hallelujah. Amen. And can you give it up for your neighbor for making it through? Okay, hold up, hold up, hold up. First of all, first of all, look at your neighbor and say, what I've accomplished this morning is way, it's worth more than that little sorry cheer you just gave me. They talked about the, like church is canceled, God bless them, and they have, some people have to. Right, there was a time where we didn't have a home, so if the, if the place we was renting from wanted to cancel, we had to cancel. But we have a church, we, man, y'all, 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 y'all gotta stop playing. No, 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 listen, listen, y'all not listening, y'all not listening, y'all not listening, y'all not listening. What's your neighbor, you gotta understand, your neighbor is special. Because there's a lot of people who made excuses. There was a lot of people who all of a sudden got sick. Ain't it funny how you get sick so you stay home from church but you'll push through for work? I thought the house of God was the house of miracles. And it's folks that stayed home today because they got a little symptom, but they was just in revival talking about this. Or how, see what I'm saying? Your, pray, your, your worship to God should look different on the other side of your deliverance. You shouldn't be as soft, as excuse making as you was before you got delivered or what did you get delivered from? So your neighbor had to fight through looking outside all night. They had to fight through looking at the app, the weather app. They had to fight through for people texting them saying, you going to church? They had to fight through a driveway that was full of snow. They had to fight through the thoughts of how crazy it was the last time it snowed here. Vancouver, the people warn you it's gonna snow. And here's, here's, here is the problem with the church. I can go find, I go to Green Bay Packers, I go to Buffalo Bills, there's people with their shirts off. 
in the snow at a football game. Restaurants will be filled today. Grocery stores will be filled. Liquor stores will be filled. Drugs will be transported. The devil will be busy. And the church... <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Why the government says we're not essential. Essential means that you are something that the government needs because you move differently than normal world. So the time to prove that we're essential is when they don't need essential. Because when they need essential, they'll go down their list and be like, and what blessed me today is somebody DM me and said, I didn't even have to look at your posts. I knew you would have a church. You would have church if it was an earthquake. <laughs> so we had people here that spent the night last night to make sure they knocked snow off the tent, to make sure they were plowing as much as they could plow while it's still snowing. So they was plowing while it was snowing. But guess what? It was still snowing, so they, but they, they plowed, they went to sleep. Then they got up this morning and they start plowing so that you special people, we didn't know who was gonna come, nobody could have came. But so you special people, let me help some of you people that battle throughout the week with victory. If you never learn how to celebrate the moments that you do overcome. Right, this is training. So for some of y'all, if you celebrate your efforts this morning like this, I can only imagine if the devil throws something on you heavy, you don't know how to fight. But there is something in you that did say, I'm not staying home. I want to I help you. That's not, that, that, like if it was normal, the church would be packed. Stop normalizing your ability to fight. I'll say it again. Annabeth, you got to hear this one before you go TT. You got to listen. You, you, you have to listen. Stop normalizing your ability to fight. Like, what do you want God to do for you to realize that you do have a fighter inside of you? for even if they don't want to celebrate you. Thank you for pressing through. Thank you for, come on, give them a high five. Thank you for pressing through. You can go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Thank you for pressing through. Thank you for pressing through. Hey, let me let me help him out, Steph. Let me help him out, Steph and Trey. Let me help him out. Let me let me help him. Let me help some people out. Let me give you some. You know how you can't wait to like, like you pay you pay thousands of thousands of dollars. There's some of you in here that pay thousands of dollars to read books and go to seminars to find out rich people's secrets. 
sometimes I think God, you do got you do got to invest in yourself. But sometimes I think God be laughing. He like, dang, if you would have just got this one little secret on Sunday, could have saved you thousands of dollars. So I want you to just pay attention to my life, Pastor Julia's life, and a handful of people's life over the next year. I want you to watch what God does in our lives. I don't know what he's going to do, but I'm pretty confident he's going to do something to show you he's with me. Right? But, I, but when you say, gosh, wow, the favors are the Lord's on your life. No, 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 no. Don't, 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 don't always put it on favor. But when God finds a child that will celebrate him over the smallest things and not always bugging him about what you think is important and big. But like, first of all, I made it here safely. Wow, God, I used to would stay home. Some of y'all in here, I would, I used to would stay home, but I made it. Like, I got up today. I fought through the heaviness of one. You know what I'm saying? So when God finds someone that will celebrate him in the abnormal moments, he's like, ooh, if I brought something big in their life, they would tell the whole world. And he doesn't like groupies that only get really excited when he does something that you think is special. David said, man, I've been young. So he looked back. Wow, God. I saw you when I was, okay, now I'm old. I've never seen the righteous forsake. So, so what, 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 why is David, why are we rebuilding? I'm just trying to help you guys understand what kind of house we are. We are a Davidic household. So if we're a Davidic household, we carry the nature of a Davidic praise, okay? So a Davidic praise says this, I've been, a Davidic praise says I've been young. A Davidic praise has a diligent, ability to always remind himself, stir himself up, and look for God's hands. What we do most of the time is say, God, come bless me, and then we wait for the blessing. What a Davidic person will do is they go search where God has been a blessing. And we dance on what he has done while we wait for what he about to do. So I'm just trying to help you out. I'm just trying to help you out because celebration is the key to strength. Celebration is the key to strength. That's why we're on this topic called pop culture. Praise over pity. Praise over problems. And praise over pain. They'll get it. They'll get it. They, they fingers frozen. It is cold this morning, but they'll click it in a minute. I'm going to do it one more time. Praise over pity. Praise over, man, can y'all please go listen to, uh, listen to Wednesday night's message. I'm, I, can I, I'm, I'm always say, man, y'all should come to Wednesday night. It will bless your soul, right? It will bless your soul. 
treat that as I'm telling you like a like a supplement or like bone broth or like a, a, a recommendation, right? You guys have tried all kind of diets because somebody told you your life would be better if you try this. I'm trying to tell you the one thing when when vegan don't work, right? When bone broth don't work, right? You can drink all the bone broth you want to, but when you lose a loved one, Right, if your company go bankrupt, when pandemic come, you can drink, I guess all, you got all kind of time to bone broth it, but what I'm telling you, <laughs> praise over problems, praise over pain. Praise pushes past obstacles. Praise pushes past the obstacles. Praise pushes past the obstacles. Hosea 6 says this, after two days, he will revive us. I'm trying to help you understand what, what, what day, we are in the days of Elijah. After two days, he will revive us. After two days, he will revive us. After two days, he will revive us, quicken us, give us life. You know, that was the three weeks of fasting, the one week of revival. On the third day, which we are in, he will raise us up that we may live before him. Now, now this is very interesting. He's going to resurrect us so that we can live before him. Okay. When you praise God, you're living before him. You're, you're, you're living in your nature. Your divine nature. Praise is our divine nature. Everyone is praising something. If you praise death, it takes life. If you praise life, it gives life. What do you praise? How bad the world is? What do you praise? Depression, what do you praise? But you praise something. How do you know you praise something? Whatever you magnify, you're praising. Whatever you honor, you're praising. Whatever you adore, you're praising. Whatever you invest in, you're praising. Let's look at your bank statement and see where your money goes. You're praising. Right? He will raise us up that we may. Why is he going to raise us up? Why in the heck would he take us from dead to life? For what? So we can live before him. It's nothing like parent getting to sit on the porch and watch their kids play in the yard. And so it's nothing like the father watching his children praise his play. <laughs> I was... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. Right? Right? Praise is play. That's how your soul plays. That's how your spirit plays. That's how children of God play. We live before Him. That's why when God brings whatever I call blessing, I'm just, I always thank God for what He's done, but I always thank God that I didn't start praising Him when He blessed me. I'm glad I'm not a groupie like that. I'm glad that through the bad times, I've praised them. Let me help you. You can show up to church. Doesn't mean you praise them. Okay. All right. All right. Praise is an action word. Can I say that? It's not a cuss word. It's an action word. God raises us up. But praise raises him up. 
okay? I want you to see this. He raises us up. Okay? He resurrects us. He, for the humble, he promotes us. Um, he encourages us. But when we praise, praising him raises him up. It's, it, it exalts him. And so what we have to understand is praise is covenant language. Okay. Um, the, the thing that makes me excited about praise is it's not a one-way thing. It's not a monologue. It's not, it's not, I think a lot of time you like, oh my God, why you want, why you keep challenging us to praise him? Because we're in a covenant. And can I help you understand? He praises us too. Not as we are his God, but we are his finished work. We are his prized possession. We are his greatest creation. He praises us. He adores us. He fearfully and wonderfully made us. Who are you that you are mindful? When you're praising something, you're mindful of it. So who are we? So why do I praise him? Because whenever he wakes me up in the morning, guess what he just did? He praised me. He raised me. He said, I got need for you. So get up, son. I'm blowing on you again. I got purpose for you. There's this relationship. It's not just, hey, hallelujah, Lord, you're great. And he looks back down. And he's like, you're great, too. I'm, try, I'm trying to see what see when you get this revelation, you're not you're not dealing with your problems from ground level. You're dealing with your issues from the right hand. I'm co-seated, which means I have a higher view of I don't think of myself more highly than I ought to. Bible says, but I do think of myself how the highest one sees me. So my how I see myself will always be higher than how the world sees me. So there is a higher version of who I'm supposed to know I am. That's not conceited. I'm just aware of who I am. Yeah, that's what I pray. You have eyes to see who you really are. It's fun when you know that when you praise. That's why when you say when praises go up, blessings come down. That's really true. But what's the blessing part? Right? His glory. His love. His joy. If God blesses me, he praises me. Why? Because remember, whatever you invest in, you praise. Okay. Why wouldn't you praise something you're invested in? It's not like you work, some of you work at jobs you wish you can't wait to retire. I get it. But we're praising a God that invests in us every single day. He's worthy of our praise. Caleb quieted the people before Moses. We've heard of his story. There was two guys, they went to spy the land. There was a whole bunch of people saying, no, we can't do it. What are you doing? We're like grasshoppers in their sight. Caleb said, shut up. Here, here's oh my, are you guys warm yeah you are can we turn the heater off for a second please thank you 
Thank you. Hallelujah. This is very important. This is very important. This is super important. This is super important. What is it when people are always cold even when it's hot? What's that? There's some kind of imbalance. Huh? How do you solve anemic? Huh? You don't know. You know everything. You need iron, right? All right, some of y'all need some iron. <laughs> That's what somebody told me. You need iron. Amen. Now, no, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Caleb and Joshua came back to the people saying, we could take this land. Here's the crazy part. We could take the land God already gave us. Like, you need any more confidence. God said it's yours, but we still got to convince people it's ours. Okay. So, so, so Caleb is praising the Lord. And then there's always going to be a spirit that tell you either quiet your praise or what you praising like that for. It's always going to be something trying to push against it. That's why we scream a little louder. Right? I love singing. I love hearing people sing that song soft like, I raise a hallelujah in the presence of my enemies. I raise a hallelujah louder than the I'm gonna sing in the middle of the storm, shh, louder and louder. Amen, 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 amen. It says, it says, Caleb quieted the people before Moses. I will tell you this. There is a praise that is unto the Lord, and then there's also a praise unto the Lord, but it is toward the persecution. There is a praise that can quiet the doubt. You know, you want to know why you're praising, you have to get louder like blind Bartimaeus. I have to praise until the agreement that is in me toward, there's always an agreement in you that is willing to partner with doubt. So I have to learn how to praise until I drown out the covenant with doubt. You might think I'm up here praising and I'm super confident. No, but you don't understand. Sometime I'm going to praise him a little longer because I see the tail of doubt. <laughs> and I'm going to praise and I'm going to push until I have both hands and all 10 fingers and all 10 toes wrapped around the promise of God. Caleb quieted the doubt. And he said, let us go up at once and possess it 
we are well able to conquer it. So another way that we praise God is we also echo what he says about us. So when I say I am fearfully and wonderfully made, guess what I just did? I just praise God. When I say I'm an overcomer and I'm more than a conqueror, no, 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 no. I'm not praising myself. I'm being aware of myself based on what he said about me. And when I walk in his confidence, guess what that do? It brings him praise. <laughs> when you're insecure, you doubt yourself, you speak death, that is, not, that is the opposite of praising God. So when I shine light on what he says about me, it brings him praise. We are well able to conquer it. That's praise. Say, say, I am able because he's able. Psalm 150, I just want to look at it again. Just for the people that think, and I don't know, we won't have time this morning to deal with the difference between praise and worship, but in a nutshell, there is really no difference, although there's different elements that are different. But when you're praising God, you're worshiping God. And when you're worshiping God, you're praising God. It's, they, they, they go hand in hand, hand in hand. But we're going to dive in deeper, maybe even Wednesday, on breaking down the Greek and the Hebrew of what praise and worship is. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. When you see me praising or when you see someone praising or when you watch people stand up and agree with the word and, um, and, and, and I, it's funny when you see people standing like, go ahead, pastor, and then you see the people watching them like, what are they doing? Number one, it's the principle of pulling on the anointing. Because I showed up as a servant of the Lord and not only in me, but in this space, there are things uh, Ephesians 1 and 3 says that everything has been given to us in heavenly places. It all starts in the unseen realm. And if you were here doing a revival, the prophetic word of pulling it down. How do I pull it down? I press in. I respond to what God's doing in my heart. I don't just sit there. This is not a lecture. This is a spiritual it encounter, experience, and impartation. Some things you don't write down, some things you catch. And the way I catch it, there's a part of me I do gotta listen, but there's a part of me that I also gotta throw my body at it. Like, don't underestimate the power of your body. Ain't it, ain't it funny how when you get to moving, your mind start feeling better? Like, we were made to move. Like, we were made to move, not lay down. So the moment you, you keep staying in the bed day after day after day, guess what? You're, you're dying fast. But movement creates an energy that connects with what's out there for us. It brings us closer. So when somebody say, come on, pastor. Right? You're like, what, they, what you doing? Right? Especially if you sitting next to somebody that jump up and you're like, what you doing? <laughs> they, they pulling on the anointing because it's just like you when you walked in that room. Here you go. Let me give you an example. When you walked into that door for the first time and you saw somebody say, hey, welcome to Love Quest. What, what happened inside of you? I'm talking about the normal people. 
there was something in you that was stirred up. And no matter how you walked in here, there was something in you that was pulled, being pulled on from their greeting you. It made you want to talk when you walk, when you was on your way here. I'm not going to talk to nobody. I'm going to sit in the back. I'm going to leave early. But as soon as you walked through, you found yourself crying when they sang the song. You felt this love and something in you that may have been dead began to kick and come alive. Same thing. So when you are when you're responding, there's something all that I've prepared to all that God has put in me for you. It begins to get stirred up and I'm like, and I start giving it to you because it's yours. I'm a servant. I came to deliver something. So you're responding to the word stirs the Holy Ghost up that's in me. And then when you're grateful for what he has brought you, when you're praising him over the, the present word, he starts releasing more. He starts releasing more and he starts giving you more. You walk out of here and you're like, oh, my God, I'm full. Praisers are always on the fast track of growth. So praise the Lord. Praise God in his holy sanctuary. Praise him in the stronghold in the sky. Praise him for his mighty miracles. Praise him for his magnificent greatness. Praise him with trumpets and blasting. Say noisy. Praise him with piano and guitar. Praise him with drums and dancing. Praise him with, with no, 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 no. Praise him with loud clashing of cymbals. Praise him upon the high sounding cymbals. And it said, let every, let everyone, let everyone, right? Now, 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 let me, did it say, let, can I, can I just get a little, can I just get a little, can I get a, can I get a little, little real? Can I be real? Okay. Let color people. Right, because then I'm, I'm dealing with the people who says that the reason I am the way I am is because I come from a black Pentecostal church. Right, we often we often contribute certain responses or 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 characteristics to a group of people. Right, it's like when they say you talk black or you talk white. What's talking white? Is that is that the is that the intelligent way to talk? What's talking black? Is that the dumb way to talk? Right? So then you get Caucasian people trying to talk what they think is black, and you get black people trying to talk, and then you, Uncle Tom, you all this whole stupid stuff. Right? So, but we carry that stuff in the church. So when we see the Indian people and how they celebrate, we're like, oh, they're, they're. and then you get people that come from churches that's a little more somber, and they come in here and they be like, oh, this is a charismatic church, or this is a young church. No, we have we have 92 years old, we have 80 some, we got 70 some. We are very diverse. We just have a young spirited church. Okay. Look, hey, hey, ain't it? There ain't, there ain't. I don't got not one problem with Oswald, and I would say it if I was here. But I'm glad our church does not characterize. Now, although Oswald got a praise, okay, but Oswald ain't gonna be a, a usher. He not gonna be a greeter, right? Oswald not coming up here leading worship. Right? You got to understand what I'm telling you. This is not a, oh, that's rude. No, there's a place for Oswald in this church. There's a place for 90-something years old. There's a place for 80-something years old. But what I'm telling you is there, God, God is youthful in nature. 
There's nothing slow about God. There's nothing slow speaking about God. There's not there's not there's there's nothing about God that's stale. Now let me just because I'm in the same box, I'm not saying all I'm past Oswald. Y'all, y'all gotta pray for me because I get attacked on every angle. Like I'm just saying, people would have heard that and be like, oh, he called Oswald stale. No, I didn't. I didn't call Oswald stale. Oswald got more life than a whole lot of young people in this church. Okay, but we're a young spirited church. So then people come in here and make judgments and they're like, oh, it don't take all that. Oh, I wish they did a little more of this. But watch how quick people about to start having extended services. Because it's a trend now. It's a, there, people are starting to hear certain people's people's people. Um, the, the words are starting to come out of more credible people. Right. It's coming out of the mouths that you you feel comfortable trusting. But unfortunately, in a city like this, I'm not going to be the, the voice of the city. You know what I'm saying? So you got to hear it from somebody else. Like, we need to extend our services. Well, why has that got to be a trend? Right, we've been talking about, we've been extending services forever. So, so but, but, but then one of the main things that's been attacked here is how loud. Or how much we party. Or... We look like a club. Or why y'all dress so nice? Our best homeless people can't even come to your church. What? Fool, our church is in Wally. In a garage. <laughs> you can't get no more, you know, I'm humbled in this. On, on pictures, those look like speakers, though. Yes. We got big speakers at our church. <laughs> yeah, we, we, I mean, we, if the spirit wasn't here, you would see how ghetto this setup really is. But you forget, the, we, you forget you in a garage. Turn around, look at our camera up there. Look at our camera. Look at our camera up there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But what pastor gonna bring attention to that? You know what I'm saying? Like, but it worked. This is what people don't understand. That we, God, we gonna do whatever we gotta do to put. Oh man. gonna make us ruler over much come on just take a moment give credit to where credit is due give honor to where honor is due he's faithful I dare you to stir yourself up I dare you to open your mouth and allow God to get through those hard places when you didn't think you was gonna make it it was him He's always been near. Come on, just give him some praise right now. 
Thank you, Jesus. Have your way, Lord. Have your way, Lord. Have your way, Lord. Come on, just a few more moments. Have your way, Lord God. Have your way, Lord Jesus. Oh, Yeshua Mashiach. You be praised, Lord. Come on, saints, the hungry and the thirsty, just pour out. Pour out your adoration. You're worthy, Lord God. You're worthy, Lord God. Holy Spirit, have your way. Holy Spirit, have your way. Come on, he's moving in this room. Just, he's moving in this room. Just a couple more moments. Come on, he's healing in this room. He's restoring in this room. We give you glory, Lord God. We give you honor, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank 
you, Jesus. Come on, let's just lift our hands right where we are. Thank you, Jesus. He is worthy of all the praise. He is worthy of all the praise. worthy of all the praise. All power, all dominion, all majesty. Thank you, Jesus. dear pants so my soul thirsts for you he's satisfying the thirsty convincing the pursuer say it again he is satisfying the thirsty and he is convincing the pursuer he is satisfying the thirsty and he is convincing the pursuer this next run this next wrestle with God. You will come out of this next season of victory. Immovable and totally convinced. God is shaking away the doubt. He is repositioning the faithful. He is doing it. He is doing it. The Bible said the train, his train filled the temple. And he said the priest could not even stand. And I feel like something the Lord showed me is in the days of his power, there's nothing left to do but praise him. The teaching 
prepares the foundation to withstand the move of God. But when God is moving, there's nothing left to do but to praise him. And if we are truly in a season of God demonstrating his power like never before, we also have to understand in the unseen realm, although God is having his way, there is tremendous warfare. <laughs> and so like never before, we are going to see churches extending services, whether it's revelation or they're following their mentor or whatever it may be, because there is a demand for praise. And God is trying to get his children out of the seats from just being listeners to participators. God is in a, this is a season where God is activating his word. There was a local church here and I shared this on Wednesday. They had a guest speaker and he said, for Vancouver, Vancouver knows intense. It says it is one of the most cynical places on the planet. It is also one of the most, um, he said, driest places spiritually. And he mentioned one other thing it was, and his point of, of showing, and tonight I'm going to talk about the spirit of apathy as well. But he was showing, saying, when revival and as revival break out in Vancouver, we'll know it's revival because the sign will be joy. Because joy in Vancouver is a holy contradiction. It's contrary to how Vancouver, the spirit of this space is. There's a lot of depression. There's a lot of stale faces. There's a lot of overthinking. There's a lot of intellectual, a lot of pride and ego, a lot of self-effort. And so, and when we go play, and there's a lot of dryness. So as we're moving out, unfortunately, this move of God, the fullness of the move will not let you stay at somber. Although there's a space for it, but what's about to break out and what I thank God he wasn't talking about this church. Because joy is not a contradiction here. For some people, they have joy is going to force them to have some board meetings. Because when joy truly breaks out, the people in the pew will no longer be satisfied with just theological conversations. It's time to experience this Jesus that we've been talking about. And if I'm talking to anybody in the camera, you are not wrong for wanting to move, reposition yourself because you want to experience what you're experiencing, the dryness is because Jesus will not let you experience him merely through knowledge. 
So there's a level of there's knowledge, but that knowledge should push you to draw closer to him, not know more about him. The greatest place to know more about him is in the sea. This is the season where we're getting out of our boats and we're pushing the boat away. And I thank God that no prophet has to come to our church and tell us something's got to change. Y'all too dry. I thank God the prophetic words that are coming to our house is confirming we're on track. Here's the thing. When you have the patience to build right from the beginning, it's less undoing you have to do later. And there's so many people have built their churches, even your families, as moms and dads, you have built your household, not on the rock. Taking your kids to church is not building a firm foundation. It could build religion and tradition, but until the church is the atmosphere of your home, then your foundation is not safe. But when you handle your marital affairs according to the word, when you discipline your children, when you reconcile with your spouse according to the word, you're building a home and you're leaving an inheritance of faith to your children. And so there's a lot of churches. Pastors are fainting because they would have to do the foundation over. There are pastors being hired and they are being hired to steward something that God is calling to be changed. So we'll see depression go up in leadership. We'll see anxiety go up in leadership because God is doing a new thing. And as long as you're trying to protect the old thing, God will let you stay there and shrivel up. But thank God that we are in a house and there's many houses in this region. But thank God we're a part of one that God is moving and doing a fresh thing. And he's able to do what he wants to do. Fear of man will rob revival. And we thank you for it now. In Jesus' name, amen. I got one minute to take. Can we give God a hand really quick? Remain seated. Uh, Remain standing. Remain standing. All right, all right, all right, all right. Um, Really quickly, um, because I promised you guys to get you out of here close to 1130. We had a horrible loss on Friday. We lost our basketball game by five points. It was horrible. Um, But what I will tell you is, the other team should not only have nine fouls and we have 24 fouls. The other team should not have made 21 free throws and we made two. It wasn't because we missed a lot of free throws. It was because we was only at the free throw line like three times. They were at the free throw line for the whole night. Um, no excuses, though. We got to learn how to play even when the refs don't know how to ref. All right. So th- we got to make some adjustments. But we have a by the reason I'm bringing this up. We do not play this coming Friday. OK, but when we do come back, our first game the following week is against one of our biggest rivalries, G2. And we need everybody there that night. If you don't come to no other game aside from the playoffs, Please come to this game, not this coming Friday, but the following Friday. It's one of our biggest games, and it will be an all-out war. Absolutely. The Lord will be there. Absolutely. We play at 850. Bring your family. We're all black. 
it's all good. We're going to switch it up in the playoffs and we're going to go all white for the championship. But for right now, we, we, we warn right now. Anyways, really quickly, family affair. We are having a church-wide just fun day. We're going to be here this coming Saturday because you, most of you don't know people that's at the 5.30 p.m. service. And me and my wife and our family want get to get to know you guys um, a little bit better. So for Saturday, we will be having a bunch of food and barbecue. You can bring something. We challenge you to bring something that represents either your favorite food or your culture. Okay? But don't just bring enough. If you only can make a little, make enough just for me and my wife, and we'll tell the church how it was. All right? It will testify. Um, but it's just going to be a bunch of tables and chairs in here. We're going to bring board games. Uh, we'll have a bouncy uh, house for the little ones. And um, it's just going to be a fun time. It's only from 2 to 5. It's not a service. It is not a service. It is a church-wide hangout. If it was the summer, it would be a picnic. But it's not. So we're going to have it here. Okay? And I think that is all. One more thing. If you, are, if you feel called to... The five to, to the to, to lead in the church, okay? And I'm not talking about love quest alone, I'm talking about the body of Christ. Um, we are about to have crowns. It's only gonna be 12 weeks. We are going to have an intensive class, and we will be teaching thoroughly the fivefold ministry gifts, the nine gifts of the Holy Spirit, and the person of the Holy Spirit. Okay? It is, will be intensive. It is going to be starting, uh, where you go? March 12th. Make sure you correct this. March 12th. Y'all got that? 1.30. This is only for people who want to be equipped. Okay? This is not some, like, joke class. This is for 12 weeks on Sunday in between services. Myself will be teaching a lot of it. Elder John may teach it. Um, uh, Effie may teach, but um, you should come. And you're blessed because it was, it used to be nine months. It was great. Um, but it was, it was a lot more taught, okay? But uh, if you're interested, I need you to go back to the back table, see Effie and um, sign up and we will send you out the email with all the information. And then Easter, we will be having our tent revival from the 3rd through the 9th, okay? I don't think I'm going to announce that until next week, but we have some exciting news and an opportunity for LoveQuest potentially within the next year expanding. Um, so, um, I am so tempted to share it. We got the flyer ready and everything, but do not put that flyer up. We will not do it. Um, we were going to take offering, um, by way of coming up to the front as we did last week, but we will not do that. So forgive me for not giving you that opportunity, but I'm, I'm not robbing you from the opportunity to give. So on your way out, if you're a sower, so father, we thank you for this day. We bless you and we honor you. We give you all the praise, glory, and the adoration. For you are worthy to be praised in Jesus' mighty name. Bless us as we go out in these crazy streets with people with no chains. And 
don't know how to drive in the snow, give us eyes to see, Lord God. Give us eyes to see, and may we get, get home safely. And then once we get home safely, if you want to, Lord, just snow day us in so we don't got to take our kids to school. We reason, I'm just playing, I'm just playing, I'm just playing. Father, may this be a week of victory no matter the weather. In Jesus' name. Amen. We're out of time, but we are not out of praise. Until next time, you know what it is. Get your love fixed, man. Have a wonderful day. As soon as we walk in the room, everything change. Everything change. Everything change. Listen, thank you so much for joining us for this week's podcast. Make sure you like and subscribe on all of your favorite streaming platforms and follow us on social media. You can find us on IG and Facebook at LoveQuestINTL Church. We out here. But you know what it is. You know the motto. We out of time, but we ain't out of Jesus. So till next time, get your love fixed, man. As soon as we walk in the room, everything changes.